Greetings, seriously, planners. It has been three years, I think, since I've recorded one of these audio stories. And at that time, about three years ago, I was finishing up with my graduate program and I did a series of stories. Podcast is too ambitious of a word. Uh, They were really just short recordings about my trying to work through that decision of, do I want to live in Toronto? Do I want to live in Vancouver? Two places that are very dear to my heart. If you're a newer reader, I'm originally from the West Coast and I was a graduate student in Toronto studying social policy and planning at the University of Toronto. And I worked through that question and I ended up moving back to Vancouver and I was there for a couple of years and this year I moved back to Toronto and and negotiating that move and and that adjustment and and learning lots in the process. It's been a very interesting several months. And today I had a conversation with someone who actually had heard those stories when they were part of the blog three years ago and talked about how they they were a beneficial resource and had a reminder from someone else that I haven't been blogging for quite a few months. And with both those reminders, I've sort of made the intention to both start recording these audio stories again, and also to start blogging. When I have a lot to process and transition through, it's harder for me to write. I tend to verbalize my thoughts and journal, but it's harder to write publicly. And I would like to change that and and share a bit more in the seriously planning space with you again. We have been doing online events and and meeting in person in Toronto Cafe. So if you are in Toronto, uh, do come on the Facebook page, see what it is we're up to and uh, come out to an event because I'd love to meet you. And that's actually what I wanted to talk about today is the beauty of virtual spaces to develop real-time offline friendships. I was on a panel a couple of weeks ago, or recently anyway, um, from my alma mater, uh, from the alum committee, they do a panel every year, a workshop for students in the program who are trying to figure out their career path, who want to hear from planners who are doing a variety of different things or working in different fields to hear about their advice, their experiences, what they've been doing since graduation. And I was asked to be a part of it this year. Uh, And it was a really, really fun experience, really great students, really great questions. And one of the things that I talked about on the panel is about how the blog has been a really wonderful place to share and explore ideas that are important to me. Um, Whether that's ideas about how cities negotiate religion, whether that's about how workplaces negotiate difference, whether that's about how universities accommodate students, or just sharing and thinking through with others about the books that I'm reading. Uh, The blog has been a really important thing for me over the past couple of years, or I would say four years. It's four years old, but it's become increasingly more important over time. And... I wanted, I talked about that in the panel about how uh, blogs open up your world in unexpected ways. And so I kind of want to talk about that a bit today because I've been hearing a lot of conversations lately about how um, internet spaces disconnect people and we, we need to, which is true, it can be true and it can be an impediment to living in community in, in tangible ways. But at the same time, there's some really unexpected things happen when you try and build communities of interest versus geographic communities. And I have a story that is, there are people I've met through the blog in in different places, and all of those stories are special to me. But there's one in particular that uh, has become quite uh, special for me lately, and I wanted to share that with you today. So uh, since I've come to Toronto, every few weeks I've held a book club. 
and there's been some delays in that, but it, more or less we've had a fairly regular session. And at the last book club, we read Zadie Smith's book, White Teeth, and uh, a number of people came together. We met at a cafe and we had a discussion about what it means, what the word home means, what it means to immigrate, what it means to build a community and a family in a place that is not your own or doesn't feel your own and where you feel emotionally like you're in another place and how you develop children with an attachment to this new place that you've immigrated to when you yourself feel like you don't necessarily belong there. And we talked about the book. We talked about how that book discusses people's different relationships to faith, how being in the um, nostalgic homeland doesn't necessarily preserve the culture the way you imagine it. And we had a really a wide-ranging discussion. And there was someone there who's new to the book club, but I had met um, like a few months previous at a film screening, and, and we had sort of lost touch after that. And after the event, we realized, or rather this person realized, that we weren't entirely strangers, and that a year previous, I had written a post called Post-Secular Cities, and it was about a book called Understanding the Post-Secular City, which is one of my favorite, favorite books of all time that I talk to people about all the time. And that book is about different um, academics coming together to discuss aspects of what the post-secular city is. So not a city that is secular, not a city that is religious, but a city that is in a post-secular phase that both allows for space to have public conversations where those who do not hold religious beliefs are valued and, and welcome at the table, and people who have religious beliefs can bring those concepts to the table as well, and they are equally valid um, points of consideration. And so that we're all not just accommodating, but actually sharing the cognitive load of thinking through what religion means for our cities, because it is becoming increasingly more important um, to cities as we diversify, as people rediscover new religious identities. And this book was really delving into that. What does that look like if we build cities that are more gender equitable? If we build cities where we recognize that an important settlement agency is the faith institutions that people belong to and, and so forth and so forth. And I had written a post a year ago um, to share sort of half my thoughts. It was like part one of the book. And a reader in South Africa had shared that post with... The, the person I met at the book club who was living in the Middle East at the time. And fast forward a year later, we ended up in the same city in Toronto at the same book club at a seriously planning event and then connected the dots that there's actually our worlds have interacted previously to that through through reading posts and sharing posts and, and starting conversations online about those posts. And it just blew my mind <laughs> because it's such a little blog and um, it's Toronto is such a big city. And um, since then, we've had conversations sort of discovering ways that our worlds connect. And all of those conversations start with the initial act of um, thinking through an idea, sharing it online and people having the generosity to share that forward with others who think it's of interest. So just thinking about that story has made me feel so excited about spending more time on the blog in the upcoming months, God willing, um, having more events 
that help to build community in person. Having trying to develop more opportunities for people to meet others in the city in which they live and, and to continue the conversations about how urban experiences differ depending on where you live. And to really build a, um, a community of people who both care about faith and who care about urban planning and care about mosques and care about spaces of faith and care about all these deeply interesting issues that um, make for very interesting conversations both online and offline. So this is kind of a story to say that I'm very, very excited about the possibilities of the blog in the future. I feel very grateful for the reminder to continue to write. I feel hopeful for the possibilities of what this blog could turn into and, and continue to develop into. And um, I'm thankful for those who are either connecting with the blog for the first time or have been following it for a while. It's it's all wonderful and it's all um, part of the community developing process. I'm a little bit on the Shire side, so this blog has always been a great way to build community and yeah, stay tuned. It's, it's, we're 2015 is coming. We're in 2014 right now, December, 2014. And let's see what we can build together.